0: This is The Structuring Podcast. Good day, everyone, Terry Waugh here, and this is episode 32 of The Structuring Podcast. Today's topic is bucket companies. But before we get into that, I just want to say that this episode is sponsored by my company, which is Loan Structuring, PTY Limited, and that is a mortgage-broking company. So if you do need a loan, please go and visit our website, www.structuring.com.au. Okay, so bucket companies. Well, the first question is, what are they? A bucket company is basically a company which does nothing except receive distributions from a discretionary trust. It doesn't trade. It doesn't undertake any risky activity. All it does is receive money, hence why it's called a bucket. So why would you use a bucket company? Well, the main reason is generally taxation. An individual can be taxed at up to 47% with the Medicare levy, and a company, on the other hand, will be taxed at 30% if its income is from passive sources. A trading company could be taxed at 25%. So the main reason is tax. A bucket company can pay up to 17% less tax than an individual. And as an extreme example of that, let's say a discretionary trust had $100,000 income in one financial year. That income could be distributed to a person on the top marginal tax rate. So they would pay $47,000 in tax but instead, it could go to a bucket company and that company would pay 30000 in tax. So that is an extra $17,000 tax saved in that one year. Now think about all the extra compounding that an extra $17,000 invested and reinvested over the years can make. The second reason to consider a bucket company is asset protection. The issue with a a discretionary trust is the income generally must come out each year, otherwise it's taxed at the top marginal tax rate. So if the income came out to an individual, they may want to then gift that back to the trust to help improve their asset protection on potential bankruptcy. So when a gift is made, there's clawback periods and generally that could be five years or it could be indefinite if you're doing the gift to defeat creditors. So gifting can be avoided if the individual doesn't receive any money in the first place. And the way that can happen is if the gift is going directly from the trust to the company, so it's not touching an individual's hands. The other reason is estate planning. The shares of a bucket company can be owned by an individual, they could also be owned by a trust or a combination, an individual and a trust, different classes of shares, et cetera. But if they are owned by an individual, that individual can leave the shares via their will. So they're an asset of the individual. And that means the shares of the individual could be left to the trustee of a testamentary discretionary trust. So from a previous episode, you know, there's a lot of tax benefits with a testamentary trust and in this case, the shares of the bucket company could go via the will and end up inside a testamentary trust. So after the person's death, a dividend can be paid, and that can go from the company to the trust, and then potentially out to minor children who could potentially pay tax on that dividend at adult tax rates. So they could get the $18,200 tax-free threshold. So in summary, Those are the three reasons why bucket companies are generally considered. Tax savings, asset protection, and estate planning. And we might dig deeper into these in future episodes. But in the meantime, just go to structuring.com.au, check out our website. And until next time, bye for now. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.